0: Cantos thirty-seven to thirty-nine of Book three of the Ramayana of Valmiki, translated by Ralph T. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by OM123 Canto thirty-seven, Maricha's speech. Maricha gave attentive ear, the ruler of the fiends to hear. Then trained in all the rules that teach. Deloquent began his speech. It is easy task, O king, to find Smooth speakers who delight the mind, But they who urge and they who do Distasteful things and wise are few. Thou hast not learned by proof untaught And borne away by eager thought That Rama formed for high emprise With Barun or Indra wise still let thy people live in peace nor let their name and lineage cease for rama with his vengeful hand can sweep the giants from the land oh let not janak's daughter bring destruction on the giant king let not the lady sita wake a tempest on thy head to break still let the dame by care untried be happy by her husband's side Lest swift avenging ruin fall On glorious Lanka, thee, and all. Man such as thou, with wills unchained, Advised by sin and unrestrained, Destroy themselves the king, the state, And leave the people desolate. Rama, in bonds of duty held, Was never by his sire expelled. He is no wretch of greedy mind, Dishonor of his warrior kind. Free from all touch of rancorous spite, all creatures good is his delight. He saw his sire of truthful heart, deceived by Queen Kaike's art, and said, A true and duteous son, what thou hast promised shall be done. To gratify the lady's will, his father's promise to fulfil, he left his realm and all delight, for the good and Anchorite. No cruel wretch, no senseless fool, Is Rama unrestrained by rule. This groundless charge has never been hard, Nor shouldst thou speak the slanderous word. Rama in truth and goodness bold, Is virtue's self in human mould. The sovereign of the world confessed, As Indra rules among the blest. And dost thou plot from him to rend The darling whom his arms defend? Lest vain the hope to steal away The glory of the lord of day. O Ravan, guard thee from the fire, Of vengeful Rama's kind of lyre. Each spark a shaft with deadly aim, While bow and falchion feed the flame. Cast not a vain hopeless strife, Thy realm, thy bliss, thine own dear life. O Ravan, of his might be aware, A god of death who will not spare, That bow he knows so well to draw Is the destroyer's flaming jaw. And with his shafts, which flash and glow, He slays the armies of the foe, Thou never canst win, the tard far go, From the safeguard of shaft and bow, King's janak's child, the dear delight Of Rama unapproached in might. The spouse of Ragu's son confessed, Lion of man with lion chest, Dearer than life, triggered an ill, devoted to her husband's will. The slender vested steel must be, from thy polishing touches free. Far better grasp with venturous hand, The flame to wildest fury fanned, What king of giants canst thou gain from this attempt so wild and vain? If in the fire his eye he bend, Upon thee, Lord, thy days must end. So life and bliss and royal sway, Last, beyond hope, will pass away. Summon each lord of high estate, And chief be to debate. With peers in law of counsel tried, Consider, reason, and decide, Scan strength and weakness, counter-cost, What may be gained and what be lost. Examine and compare aright, Thy proper power and Rama's might. Then, if thy will besteal thy care, Thou wilt be prudent and forbear. O giant king, the contest shun, Thy force is all too weak, The lord of Koshel's mighty son In deadly fray to seek. King of the hosts that rove at night, O hear what I advise, My prudent counsel do not slight, Be patient and be wise. Canto thirty eight, maricha speech Once my strength and vigor's pride, I roamed this art from side to side, And towering like a mountain's crest, a thousand nagas might possessed. Like some vast sable cloud I showed, My golden armlets flashed and glowed, A crown I wore, an aches I swayed, And all I met were sore afraid. I rode where done is spread, On flesh of slaughtered saints I fed. Then Vishwamitra, sage revered, Holy of heart, my fury feared. To Deseret's court he sped, And went before the king, and said, With me, my lord, thy Rama send, On holy days his aid to lend. Maricha feels my soul with dread, And keeps me sore disquieted. The monarch heard the saints' request, And does the glorious sage addressed. My boy, as yet in arms untrained, The age of twelve has scarce attained, But I myself a host will lead To guard thee in the hour of need. My host, with fourfold troops complete, The rover of the night shall meet, And I, O best of saints, will kill thy foreman and a prayer fulfill. To King vouchsafed his willing aid, The saint again this answer made. By Rama's might and his alone Can this great fiend be overthrown. I know in days of yore the blessed Thy saving help in fight confessed. Still of thy famous deeds they tell In heaven above, in art and hell. A mighty host obeys thy hast, Hail, let it steal i pray thee rest thy glorious son though yet a boy will in the fight that fiend destroy rama alone with me shall go be happy victor of the foe he spoke the monarch gave assent and rama to the hermit lent so to his woodland home in joy went Bishwamitra with the boy with ready bow the champion stood to God the rites in dundak wood with glorious eyes most bright to view peerless as yet and dark of view a single robe his only wear his temples veiled with waving hair around his neck a chain of gold he grasped a bow he loved to hold and a young hero's presence made a glory in the forest shade does rama with his beauteous mien Like the young rising moon was seen. I, like a cloud which tempest brings, My arms adorned with golden rings, Proud of the boon which lent me might, Approached where dwelt the anchorite. But Rama saw me venturing nigh, Raising my murderous aches on high. He saw, and fearless of the foe, Strung with calm hand his trusty bow, By pride of conscient strength beguiled, I scorned him as a feeble child, And rushed with an impetuous bound On Vishwamitra's holy ground. A keen swift shaft he pointed well, The foeman's rage to check and quell, And hurled a hundred leagues away, Deep in the ocean waves I lay. He would not kill, But nobly brave, My forfeit life he chose to save. So there I lay with wandering sense, Dazed by that arrow's violence. Long in the sea I lay, at length, Slowly returned my sense and strength, And rising from my watery bed To Lanka's town again I sped. Thus was I spared, but all my band Fell slain by Rama's conquering hand, A boy untrained in warrior skill, Of iron arm and dauntless will, if thou with Rama still in spite, Of warning and of prayer wilt fight, I see terrific woes impend, And dire defeat thy days will end. The giants all will feel the blow, And share the fatal overthrow, Who love the taste of joy and play, The banquet and the festal day. Thine eyes will see destruction take, Thy Lanka lost for Sita's sake, And stately pile and palace fall, With terrace, dome, and jeweled wall. The good will die, the crime of kings, Destruction on the people brings. The sinless die, as in the lake, The fish must perish with the snake, The prostrate giants thou wilt see, Slain for this folly wrought by thee. Their bodies bright with precious scent, And sheen of heavenly ornament, Or see the remnant of thy train Seek refuge far When help is vain. And with their wives, or widowed, fly To every quarter of the sky. Thy mournful eyes, Wherever they turn, Will see thy stately city burn, Where royal homes with fire are red, And their nets around are spread. A sin that tops all sins in shame, Each outrage to another's dame, A thousand wives thy palace feel, And countless beauties wait thy will. O rest contented with thine own, Nor let thy race be overthrown. If thou, O king, hast still delight In rank and wealth and power and might, In noble wives, in troops of friends, In all that royal state attends, I warn thee, cast not all away, Nor challenge Rama to the fray. If deaf to every friendly prayer, thou still wilt seek the strife, and from the side of Rama tear, his lovely matal wife, soon will thy life and empire end, destroyed by Rama's bow, and thou with kit and kin and friend To Yama's realm must go. Canto thirty nine Maricha's speech I told thee after a dreadful day. When Rama smote and spared to slay. Now hear me, Ravan, while I tell what in the after-time befell. At length, restored to strength and pride, I and two mighty fiends beside assumed the forms of deer and strayed through dunder-good in lawn and glade. I reared terrific horns beneath where flaming tongue and pointed tit. I roamed wherever my fancy led. And on the flesh of hermits fed. In sacred haunt, by hallowed tree, Wherever the ritual fires might be, A fearful shape I wandered through, The wood and many a hermit slew. With ruthless rage the saints I killed, Who in the grove their tasks fulfilled. When smitten to the art they sank, Their flesh I ate, their blood I drank and though to my cruel deeds dismayed all dwellers in the forest shade spoiling their rights in bitter hate with human blood inebriate once in the wood i chanced to see rama again a devotee a Hamid fed on scanty fare who made the good of all his care his noble wife was by his side and lakshman in the battle tried In senseless pride I scorned the might After the illustrious anchorite, And heedless of a harmed foe, recalled my earlier overthrow. I charged him in my rage and scorn, To slay him at my pointed horn, In heedless haste to fury wrought, as on my former owns I taught. Then from the mighty bow he drew, Three full destroying arrows flew. Keen pointed leaping from the string, swift as the wind of feedered king, dire shafts on flash of foemen fed like rushing thunderbolts they sped with knots well smoothed and barbs well bent, shot even as one, the arrows went. But I, who Rama's might had felt and knew the blows the hero dealt, escaped by rapid flight. The two who lingered on the spot he slew i fled from the mortal danger freed from the dire shaft by timely speed now to deep thought my days i gave and as a humble hermit leave. in every shrub in every tree i view the noblest devotee in every knotted trunk i mark his deer skin and his coat of burg and see the bow-armed rama stand Like Yama, with his nose in hand. I tell thee, Robin, in my fright, A thousand Ramas mock my sight. This wood, with every bush and bough, Seems all one fearful Rama now. Throughout the grove there is no spot, So lonely where I see him not. He haunts me in my dreams by night, And wakes me with a wild affright. The letter that begins his name, Sends terror through my startled frame the rapid cars whereon we ride the rich rare jewels once my pride have names that strike upon mine ear with hated sound that counsels fear is mighty strength too well i know nor art thou match for such a foe too strong were ragu's son in fight for namuchi or bali's might then drama to the battle there, or else be patient and forbear. But wouldst thou see me leave in peace, let mention of the hero cease. The good whose holy lives were spent, in deepest thought most innocent, with all their people many a time, have perished through another's crime, so in the common ruin I must for another's folly die. Though all thy strength and courage can, But never will I approve the plan. For he, in might supremely great, The giant world could extirpate. Since, when impetuous Kara sought The grove of Jenistan and fought, For Surknaka's sake he died, By Rama's hand in battle tried. How has he wronged thee? Soothly swear, And Rama's fault and sin declare. I warn thee, and my words are wise, I seek thy people's will, but if this reed thou wilt despise, nor hear my last appeal, thou with thy kin and all thy friends, in fight this day you wilt die, when his great bow the hero bends, And shafts unerring fly End of Cantos thirty seven, thirty eight and thirty nine